Hello, world, and welcome to another episode of Social Justice, the New American Revolution. For today, I am your host, Jamal. Got my man, my other host, Mike. How's everything going? How's it going, Jamal? Very well. And, of course, as always, got a special guest, Sean. How's everything with you, brother? brother. What's going on? Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, it's another back, voice. Sean. You know, we love to have uh, we love to have different voices on, and you know, we like to get different outlooks and even repeat voices and different outlooks. You know, it's always a good thing. So I'm sure everybody at this point knows what's going on, and we we honestly we got to talk about it. Uh, Brianna Taylor, so you, guys. Wait, so right yeah, on. I got a like I got to open a statement about it. Um, once again, provided by our producers, uh, by failing to bring murder to, uh, by, uh, excuse me, by failing to bring murder charges in the brutal killing of Breonna Taylor, Attorney General Cameron has failed to deliver justice for Bree. Instead, after more than six months, all we received in, in, in a second is a second injustice as Bree's killers, Brett Hackinson, John, uh, Jonathan Mattingly, and Miles Cosgrove walk free with no murder charges. Elected officials at every level, from Mayor Greg Fisher and Commonwealth Attorney uh, Thomas Wine to AG Daniel Cameron, all failed Brianna, her family, and the millions of people like you who demanded justice. Uh, right off of the bat, I feel like that pretty much nails it. Um, we are often pacified with trying to seek out justice, even when the the guilty party seems absolutely guilty with beyond a shadow of a doubt, at least in court in the court of public opinion. But because um you know of police immunity, we have these cops getting away with damn near death squad style tactics and the murdering of a woman uh who who never get a life back, who who had no type of dealings in 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 the criminality that they associated her with. And like you know, her family doesn't receive any justice, and that 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 hush money that they paid them to you know what I'm saying answer to the to the like what person, especially in the middle of COVID America where everything is struggling, the specialist economy is going to turn down enough money to to settle them for life. Nobody, and that does not mean that justice shouldn't be carried out. And I know a lot of people are feeling that today. And having been having been a person of color and who has to work in that climate, knowing that you have to stow those feelings and, the, and that 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 disappointment and still get the job done, you know what I'm saying? Like my heart goes out to every each and every one of those folks right now who had to like really just like grind through it and tough it out, knowing that this family, this woman, will never get the justice that she deserves. And knowing that we still have a lot more to fight for and a lot more and a lot further to go. And, you know, the point that you just said about the family taking the, was it, $12 million? Yes. Like, we're at a point where, like, everyone in the group that we're in, no one is surprised by the outcome. Like, we're all really numb to the outcome. So I feel like they knew what the outcome was going to be and they just made the smartest decision for the, for the rest of their family. And I, I agree. They did what's best for them and they, they'll be set up for life. Uh, 
And it's unfortunate the aspect of why they got set up for life uh, and the fact that there's going to be no justice for it. Like, there's literally no peace for this, this woman's family in this whole situation. So, Sean, did you, you heard the news, right? I'm sure. Or did you read yeah, the, the story? I heard it. Okay. I heard it. So, when you heard it, what was your initial reaction? Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I had a reaction. I don't think I really had a, I don't think I had a reaction. I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I wasn't angry or disappointed. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I had a reaction. I don't, I don't think I, you know, I didn't expect anything else. I knew hope, right? But. I didn't expect it. Um, so, you said you yeah. didn't expect it, or you did expect it. I did. I, well, I expected. I, you know, I didn't expect anything different. In other words. Oh, understood. Understood. Um, and that's sad. But no, I didn't expect any. I didn't expect anything different. I don't. I don't. I don't think I ever expect this country to prosecute police on that level of. Uh, Prosecute the police on that that level of uh, at that level of, of, of visibility. That higher profile case, I don't, I don't think, I, I don't think, at least in this lifetime, I'll see America prosecute a police officer on that level. Um, I mean, I, I, and I know this is it's all you know. I know it's all new and fresh. For everyone and really sensitive, but you know, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think even, I think, I, I don't think it. Ha- I mean, I think this definitely, you know, race obviously plays a part in it. It plays part in everything that's in America, but, but, I think even, even if this was somehow uh, some other race or a woman or whatever. The police are here are held in such high regard that I don't think it would come out any different. So you're saying this is way bigger than a race issue? Oh gosh, everything's way bigger than a race issue. Don't don't get me started on that. But <laughs> yeah, like I, <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, man. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. No, I, I'm actually not trying to do anything. The reason I say <laughs> that is because I feel the same exact way. I feel like it doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. The people on top are the people on top. It's a right. it's a power thing more than it is right. anything else. And right. the race, the in my eyes, the race issue is more something that's being invoked to, to keep the people in power in power. There you go. See, my man, I don't even gotta say that. What he said. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like. I mean, racism, in my opinion, is a tool. Like you said, like, it's a tool to be used. Think about okay, I mean, think I, about the timing. I, I, think, think about the timing of the announcement of this verdict. Right, we've been waiting for six months. The week that the president of the United States is going to try and force a, a, a Supreme Court justice pick. Not only is some conspiracy theorist. But the week that he's going to try, because he has to do it. He has to do it soon if he's going to do it. 
right? Because mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of vetting process that, you know what I mean, for this person. So whatever the case is, this is, this, the timing of this is, is, is too much to be coincidental, right? It's too, it's too close to be coincidental. It's, it's meant to throw us, and, and the funny thing is, is that they've done it, or I don't even like saying they, but it's been done so many times that it's like, yeah, we're not falling for it this time. Like, honestly, like, we're not even surprised. We knew you was going to do the, you know, we knew what you were going to do, right? So now it's how, in my opinion, for me at least, it's how, how we, how we, how we move, how we move with that. Right, because we we already knew what was going to happen. I mean, we like I said, we all hoped. I mean, we knew how this was going down. We knew when it took six once it took six six months how it was going down. You know what I mean? So it's not surprising to us, but it's I I think it just it's or it's not surprising to me. I can't speak for everybody. It's not surprising to me, but I honestly wasn't even looking at uh the whole Facebook thing. I I didn't even. I tried to stay away from it, um, but I was I was really looking for that, really looking for news on the the, the, the justice pick and what they were trying to do there. <clears throat> um, yeah, but I stay away from it a lot of it because I know who I'm voting for. Like, I believe I that there's be- credence. I believe there's credence to what you're saying in the realm of what's happening with this particular president at this time. And what's happening with the the death of RBG, uh, and how and how in in a lot of ways this could definitely all be chess. But I still feel like the opposing forces that are playing this particular chess are using the race card. Uh, if you guys are referring to it as such, as um, as a tool or as a mechanism that's uh, advancing uh, its uh, its agenda. And that's all fine and dandy that, you know, that the issues are larger than that of just something as small as race. But the fact is that there's too many of us that are dying on that line that have to make that example. And I and to that end, I still feel like the fight is very valid. Absolutely. Um, so but to <clears throat> speak to your point, Sean. Um, you have this election coming up, but you also have uh, RBG. Uh, her seat uh, up for grabs and Trump wanting to, you know, push forward his nomination for that chair. Uh, So what we're seeing now is um, the city where Breonna Taylor was murdered, uh, bolstering its defenses, as it were, to get ready for the backlash of the verdict, knowing that they were going to acquit these cops and like have one of them, just one of them plead to a lesser charge and uh, the other two still be allowed to be cops. Yeah. So to that, to that, I see they expected they expect backlash to the likes that we seen back in June uh, when we saw uh, George Floyd get murdered, uh, and when we saw uh, just you know, everything that's been happening literally almost every week since George Floyd's death. Um, like, it just seems almost convenient that Trump, like this happened with RBG because Trump is playing the card cor- correctly. Trump is using the situation to his his benefit in the sense that he's getting people to 
galvanize and act like the violent, you know, looting, rioting psychopaths that um, he wants us to he wants us to look at and, and, and paint that picture to make the argument of defunding the police is stupid to further the agenda that um, that police force is necessary and that we shouldn't be defunding the police. We should be doing the opposite. We should be giving them more money and then cops get more money and turn cops more and more New York's start happening. We see police unions in different states uh, swearing allegiance to Trump and donating funding and money and lobbyists to further the Trump agenda and make sure that he's in a better position come this election. You know, the the crazy thing about, like, kind of going back to what you said, Sean, about, like, not really being on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook. I literally go on Facebook uh, to check notifications and then I get off. So today, like every other time where I see something, I went on Facebook and the first story I saw was this. So I shared it with everybody immediately. And it's just like, like, I'm not surprised. Like, <laughs> I'm so numb to all of this that it's just like, a, okay, when's the next one? You know, like, when, when's the next one going to happen? Like, uh, we're overdue already. Um, it's probably going to be, you know, I don't know, a month, maybe next week, maybe tomorrow. Not for nothing. We we often come at these points. So like, if we're if we're being honest, like, I don't think any people, I don't think any person of color in this country was shocked at the at the verdict. I mean, we're talking about Kentucky. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but like, they're not. I mean, that's that's Mitch McConnell's state. That's Kentucky is not exactly you know famous for like you know their um, attention to civil rights, and that's not no knock against Kentucky. I I just you know. I do fear for their government and I do fear for like, you know, just the, the amount of effort that's just like paid to kind of like paint pictures in a certain way that gets people to vote against their best interest. It's, it's concerning. And it's usually that state anyway, or an argument can be made that it's that state. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anywhere, my, my thing is like, what what happens for me, right? Like, I mean, I know I know what I you know I know how I plan to move, but I'm just saying, like, as people, you know what I mean? Like, not just black people, but just as people, because this is gonna come to a head eventually, right? Eventually, all of this is gonna come to a head. Either it's either gonna stop, or it's gonna come to some sort of violent head. It's probably going to come to a violent head, and because it's happening to us, it's probably going to start with us, Sean. Well, I mean, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. But again, like, we have to start. I mean, I, I, at least I try to start having conversation as people, not like, well, Black people, and you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, well, as people, right? We're going to have to do something because not only do we have each other to worry about, but the planet is killing us, too. Right. So so like at some point, like I know it sounds like some movie shit. Right. But at some point. It's not going to matter what the fuck color you are. And the sooner we figure that out, I think the better off we'll be. Because like I said, this planet is getting tired of us. It's getting tired of us. We done fucked it up too much. 
So I, I don't know. I just, I, I hate stuff like this. You know what I mean? I do. I hate that anybody has to suffer like this. I hate that, 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 that person just to walk free. But I mean, I know. can understand the sentiment for unity. I, I swear I can, but it's really unrealistic in an atmosphere like ours and in the climate like ours. And so while I do want to yield to the better sense of community and taking care of the entire planet for our, for all our sakes, I recognize that I can only take care of the situation that is at hand because it's presented in front of me and I don't have a choice but to, to not, to, to, to ignore it, to just, to just let it fall to the wayside and be like, you know, hey, but the greater good tells us mm, that right. death is at my doorstep. Okay. So then, I, so then, then, okay. Just to you know, as devil's advocate, right? If I'm like I said, I've never, like I said before on the show, I've never had any kind of you know negative uh, interaction with the police ever, right? And I've I've been pulled over many times. I've been arrested. Blah 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 blah. Never have I had anything like that happen to me, even remotely. So. With the using the using the, the the same logic that you were just using, then in that logic, I I should be like, well, I mean, it doesn't affect me. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? Like if if I look at it like, well, yeah, but I have to deal with what's in front of me. But what's in front of me is not that. My caring for other people, my 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 want for community is what allows me to to care. Right, that which is that to empathize is about empathy for people, not my empathy for any particular kind of people or a person that looks like me or whatever the case is. So I don't think you can ever ignore that. And I think that, in my opinion, that's a little bit of the problem. You know what I mean? Is that we're taking the one thing and putting it over the other when it should be the opposite. Right? We're saying, well, yeah, but. Right now, we're black people, and this is happening to us right now. So we got to deal with this, and it's like, okay, cool. But that's the that's the equivalent of saying, you know, I got a a, a pain in my, you know, a, a herniated disc in my neck, and it's causing a pain in my arm, and you start treating the pain in your arm. You know what I mean? It's like you got to treat what's causing it. So I mean, no, I this is cancer. This is cancer, Sean. This level of lack of justice, this level of racism, this level of subjectification, it's all it's all cancer and Absolutely. we're dying from it. And Absolutely. that's the reality. And we're dying disproportionately from it. That's a reality. Absolutely. It's not something that we could ignore. It's not something like, you know what I'm saying, like I know I got these bills, but I'm hungry, so I'm gonna go to the soup. No, 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 it's not that. It's not bills, it's not even, you know what I'm saying, that that chicken ready cooked dinner that all you got to do is throw it in the microwave for three and a half minutes and it's ready to eat it's not that it's people's lives that are getting lost right now to make points to serve agendas but most importantly to dehumanize an entire race of people now whether that's being used for all like for 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 things happening at a macro level of i mean that's obvious but at the same time that's also kind of been the default for a long time and 
that narrative is less likely to change until we can get ourselves right within ourselves. And that's reality. A lot of people want to take those steps forward into, you know, the next movement without necessarily acknowledging the conflicts that existed beforehand. And that's not how you move on. Anybody who's ever had trauma in their life, anybody who's ever sat with a therapist in life will tell you, you have to acknowledge some elephants in the room and you have to be able to give yourself a moment to breathe and understand and hear without being able to, take away and because we never had that for ourselves we're not going to be able to garnish that from other people and because we can't garnish that from other people we're not going to be able to um ever see that type of unity that we're talking about it literally starts with us and it always has started with us and it's going to end with us so but to to argue against that i see both sides but to argue against that whether we get our shit together as a, a race of people or not this world is about to be destroyed so whether we can sit down and as a community and talk or we're going to fight or whatever the case is, you know, the getting ourselves together melting. doesn't necessarily have to be mutually exclusive from getting the planet together. No, I completely agree with you. Completely agree. But in in this country, for example, there's isn't there some environmental accords or something? I don't know the name of it, but aren't we not in it because Trump didn't want to be in it? And then the same shit with COVID. Like it's, yeah, we're dying because of the police. That's a hundred percent true. But we're also and we're also getting wiped out because of COVID. We're disproportionately killed behind not having enough healthcare to take care of ourselves from experiencing symptoms of COVID. But see, right. okay, so but that that also okay, so that that also is a narrative, right? Because if you think about it, right. It's not, it's not, I mean, it is, right? It just happens to be, then it just happens to be, but black people make up that the, the, a large portion of the poor people in this country. Actually, there are more poor people. There should, there should actually be the same, if not more poor white people than there are poor black people. They're just more white people in general. So it fins out the number, right? But poor people, are dying disproportionately from it. And I think, again, we, it's, I think acknowledging the elephant in the room is one thing, and then trying to wrestle the elephant is another thing, right? Like, I can acknowledge that this elephant is there and say, hey, okay, there's an elephant here. I got it. He's here. I see it. And then there's the other thing, like, I'm going to take this elephant down. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up. Like... Like, we don't have to take him down. Like, yeah, we just, we need to acknowledge that he's here and figure out, okay, now what do we do? Right, what do we do? Even, even, even because, because to say that we need to get ourselves together, is there, is there something wrong with us? That's not why we're dying there's, disproportionately. There's nothing no, wrong with us. No, that's not why we're dying. There's no, there's nothing wrong with us. And that's not the reason why we're dying disproportionately. And the narrative shouldn't change ever. But if we're honest with the situation, and we see the direct link to how, you know what I'm saying, not just ourselves doing it, but external forces that are working totally against us, with, that exist within systemic racism and white supremacy. It stands to reason that those are the immediate threats that need to be taken care of. And that's not going to be unity with the rest of us. We have to have unity within ourselves first. We have too that's many true. of us that are, you know what I'm saying, just like, you know what I'm saying, just 
opposed to different views, whether it be religious, whether it be scientific, whatever reasoning that you could come up with. I'm sure every race goes through it, but ours is at the most disadvantaged because we are still suffering from not having any of our real culture to call our own. So this is why we're... Black Americans, I'm sorry. I'm just making sure. I'm talking about Black Americans, but we can make the argument for... uh, uh, What's it called? Uh, People of color all over the planet that are suffering from similar situations. I can't tell you if the situations all over the world are as extremes as, as the situations that I've seen in, in my own personal country, but I can't tell you that they're happening and that it's still just as atrocious and that people are still making enough noise about it to hear about it and hearing about different deaths that are happening all over the world, including the UK and Canada, like South America. Like it's, it's problematic. And I get, I totally understand that the world is dying. I understand that the polar caps are melting. I understand that climate change is real and that Trump has put us in such a sick predicament that we've literally worsened the planet uh, and worsened the atmosphere that's putting us in much more dire straits than we need to be accountable for. But at the same time, it still doesn't stop the fact that we still have these forces that are working against us and the planet is dying. So while we want to treat like the situation like it's a body and that like, you know what I'm saying? Like my head hurts. So now, you know, like it's making something in my arm hurt. So I'm treating my arm. We can make it like that or we can acknowledge that it's a fire and that the most critical part of the fire, that being black people, is burning. And so before we lose black people completely, like we did with the natives and the aborigines and other races, let's figure out what we're going to do with ourselves before it's decided for us. Is that crazy? That's not crazy. But I mean, those people didn't disappear. They didn't disappear. They're still here. Like, I mean, my, here's, here's, I mean, I, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to minimize the situation. Right? I'm, not, I'm not trying to do that. But I think that, I, I just think that if every time somebody pushes a button, you do the same thing every single time, but that person has a hell of a control over you. If every time I push this button, you do the same thing, man, I can sell tickets for people to watch you. You know what I mean? But like, we have to do something different. All right, cool. We got you. We're going to come out in droves. You're going to see people you ain't never seen voting vote before. Don't worry. We got you. We're not even going out there. We'll make our, you know, we'll make our, 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 uh, our disdain known in another way, right? If you could get that thing together that everybody keeps trying to do, where people are like, all right, cool, I'm not spending any money for the next week, right? Shit like that. If you're gonna do, if we're gonna do something, and then, and then I, I said, do something worthwhile. Do something that's gonna do something. Just so happens I'm hooked up with a lot of individuals right now that are planning a um what's it called? The call to attention to get people registered to vote. And in that same variety, we're also gonna be feeding the homeless. So That's I dope. Mean, That's in dope. a lot of ways we got that covered. It's it's a lot of uh but we we have to but take that's me personally. Of the power that we have. Like I mean, I, I think that's I think taking care of each other is important, but I think t- taking advantage of what power you have, right? That's that's the way I live my life, period. Like I, I go with, I take advantage of whatever power I have. 
whatever I can, whatever I can, whatever I can use, I'm using it. And that's how I get, I, and that's how I get through. But I, it, I just, that's, that's what we have. We control our dollar. That is what folks like this respect. Right? They don't they don't have to respect you, but they respect that dollar. They'll sit in a room with you, they'll eat with you, laugh with you, drink with you. By respecting that dollar, I'm doing all of this craziness to meet expectations that I never necessarily wanted to set for myself, but started to just so I can get on a platform to speak to this person. Hey, you do it's it. terrible. But but listen, it's if in war, you do whatever you have to do. I'm if not this saying is war, that we're I'm at going war, to start but fighting I'm saying, it. yeah, it has to be in that mentality. If we're talking, you know, that's what we're talking. You have to be in that mentality. You do what you need to do. People used to train the Russians used to train women to sleep with the enemy. We do it too. Yeah, no doubt. I'll make money getting get in the room with you, chill with you, talk with you, blah 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 blah. Yeah, let me get a piece of this. Yeah, you know me. Oh, cool. Now I got this piece. Let me get another one. I'll give this to this person. But we I, I just, I hate, and I keep saying we do this and we do that. And I hate doing that because, again, I don't speak for all black people. <laughs> right? Like, so I can't keep going, well, we should do this and we do this. But I know. I don't me, think, I don't think Kentucky's a bad state. I just think that their government sucks. And I think Mitch McConnell is trash. And I, what I mean, it's a bad state that. then. Fuck Kentucky. But I understand what you're trying to say. And I'm not, you know, discrediting it or trying to take away from it. This just the mentality for me is it just seems like almost foolhardy to not want to bolster your ranks before you decide to figure out what type of fight you're going to have. I agree. No, I agree with you hundred percent. I'm, we're saying this, we're saying the same thing. Man. Cause I think that's exactly what we need to do, but it's just thinking different ways because I think you got to have a war chest before you go to war. Before you do anything else, you need that war chest. Once you got that war chest, you can get soldiers, boats, whatever you need. But without that, I don't know, fam. I mean, idealistically, you know, if we actually decided to seize the real power that we did have, we'd acknowledge that, you know, things like accrued wealth are only um, as uh, valuable as we allow them to be. And then we take control in that manner to where we don't even need a dollar to justify our action. Right. That's true, too. But, you, again, you got to play the game first before you take it over. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got you to get into I think it. I think there's enough of us playing the game, and I think there's enough of us that are playing the game in a different way. And I feel like, you know, we shouldn't be opposed to any way that sticks it to the oppressor. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, as long as it's effective. Because if not, then it's just wasted energy. It's energy that you could use elsewhere. And that's, that's, <coughs> that's just the reality, right? Like, if, <coughs> that's just the reality. Sometimes you got to let a few bad things happen to get some good shit. A few soldiers got to die to save the whole battalion, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's like American. Uh, that's like what American. That's what what they're built on. Or what we're. But it's. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, it's. It's idealistic, but it's the truth. Yeah, it is. It's the truth. They are. Everything is not going to be bubbles and rainbows. You know what I mean? Like it's. it's you know. 
I agree. That's why I'm prepared. I I I, I kind of want to get to a degree where we can move on the offensive. Like I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. You you're saying that, but I just feel like we just need to be able to allocate and um, hold down resources adequately, and 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 keep those resources, you know, ours. I, I agree. So what does that What does that look like? Uh, I don't have enough time, man. <laughs> I never really took the time to actually sat down and think about it, but if it was me and I went about my ways about doing things, like you know, the 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 protests would turn into protests that look like um, more disruptive of 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 regular means. Like you know, I see I see waves of people by the thousands going out to um, specific highways where goods are transferred and literally stopping those goods from being able to leave or or enter cities <laughs> and. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I, you know why I laugh? Because that's 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 exactly what this man wants us to do. Mm. That's exactly what he's looking for us to do. He would love that. He, so now still, I get to call out the whole army. So that's still civil disobedience. And if he did decide to call out the whole army, and if you're talking about soldiers that needed to give up their lives, those are the people that actually knew what they were getting into and they were prepared to give their lives, not people like Breonna Taylor who were just asleep. But I, I, I'm listen. You, you preach it to the choir about Breonna Taylor. I'm just saying, though, like I believe in protest. I believe that I believe that they they have a place, and I believe that they. But I, I think that there has to be a next step. But there has to be a next step. All right, we protested. This is why we're protests, making sure that we're including votes and that we're making sure that people are getting registered to vote and we're making sure that people are playing the game, as it were, uh, on that level and making sure that they're honoring their civic duty and also making sure that they're doing the right thing by, uh, what's it called, who they're voting for and making sure that they're aware of who they're voting for and, and protecting their right to vote. I'm not discrediting, right? I'm not discrediting it. I'm just saying that there needs to be more, right? They, okay, there's... We have a protest. The protest is at its core, it's to get attention, right? It's to draw attention to something, right? That's the, that's the whole point, right? Okay, now I have your attention. Now what? It's kind of like Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Arrest no, the no. cops that killed George Floyd. Those are demands. The cops that kill I'm not talking about what you're going to demand. I'm not talking about what we're going to demand someone else do, right? I'm talking right. about now what, right? Okay, now we got what? everybody's attention. Everybody's looking at us. They're with us. We got people marching with us, yada, yada, yada. Now what? Now the next move is on them to meet our demands. No, it's not. You have to be in a position of power to make demands. We, at and this that's point, when we stop. That's when we start practicing our right for civil disobedience, sir. I don't know, man. I'm listening to that plan, but it's just, it keeps ending and people getting arrested and shot. There's no plan that doesn't end with people getting arrested and shot, including not doing a damn thing. See, I, th I think there's more that we can do. And, and when we can do those things, we choose to march. And make songs in that and in that in that and, realm. If you find those things, brother, God, by all means, then you can stop us from fighting. You know how this country was founded, right? Yes, sir, I do. All right. So if 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 I'm elaborating on Sean's point and not taking sides here, 
but I'm just trying to find a way to answer the question. So if we're talking about how this country was founded, you know, they came over here, they were getting attacked, they didn't like it, they started protesting, civil disobedience, then there was war. And that's how uh, independence was gained. So I, I, I'm more of a peaceful guy. If there's a peaceful solution, I'd rather do that personally. But I think it's going to take something extremely drastic for things to change. Whether it's going to be some kind of a war where whether we're not buying goods from whatever, maybe that would work, maybe it wouldn't, I don't know. But it's going to be, it has to be something extremely drastic and something that's like, it's demanding something. Like right now, all the protests are great. It's getting people's attention, it's turning, changing people's mindsets and all that. But we still don't know, like, Trump, are we changing Trump's mind at all because we're protesting in a state where he's not? And if we're protesting in front of the White House, is it bothering him enough to make want to change? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many ifs. There's nothing that's saying, like, there's no, there's no way to... Like, I, we, we don't have enough power to say, make this change right now. We don't have enough power to say, arrest the, the um, killers of Breonna Taylor or George Floyd or any of the the unjust people, white or black or Spanish, whatever, who was killed by police officers. We don't have that pull yet. So I, it's going to take, it's like, I think Chris said it a couple episodes ago, you know, we need a revolution. That's the only thing that's going to change things. Without some type of a revolution, nothing's going to happen. But see, revolution doesn't have to be violent. It, right. Then, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a violent uh, revolution. I don't think I don't think we understand revolution for what it really is. Then, if we're if we're ignoring that fact, it's already violent, Sean. Well, we're talking we're talking we're talking what revolution? You're talking about what revolution has been, what the experience. I'm just talking about the word revolution. It doesn't have people to be are violent. dying right now, Sean. People are dying everywhere, bro. Somebody put a somebody put this story in front of you. Right, people are dying too. Stuff like this happens every single day. Right? I made a this choice one, to wake up and what go if, on But hold and on, what if what news. if what if the what if what if what if another family came out and said, Well, hold on, this just happened to us yesterday. How come you guys are not blah 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 blah? Would they be wrong? No. Hell no. But it's 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 we it's, don't discredit it's the anybody who has this if anybody who experienced injustice like that gets thrown into the ranks, brother, we don't discredit. I've been marching with a lot of people's mothers, okay? A lot of people who lost their lives' mothers, and they had that whole same sentiment. Anytime it happens to any of us, it's a problem. And yeah, one of those particular uh, people who lost their life was a white person. And they still said the same thing, and they acknowledged the same ideas. We still have it more terrible, because when the way see our skin they automatically assume the worst, and that gives them cause to open fire. We're already losing our lives in this revolution. I've never seen a revolution that isn't violent, sir, I, I'm, and I have to disagree with that. Well, this isn't a revolution right now. This is just every day. Um, that's, that's nothing. A revolution hasn't started. So if it is, if we do have a violent revolution, then we have a violent revolution. You know, another revolution is um, 
for example, Akon is building Akon City. We can all the black people can move to Akon City and this tax free uh what did you call it? A uh, something zone. I can't recall. But you know, this place where we can go and free enterprise. We could go build our own companies and literally a black city for people. We can that's a revolution if everybody got up and left. It's not violent. I'm not saying it's ideal. I'm not saying it's even possible for, for all the black <laughs> people to pick up and leave, but it's it's a revolution. You know, like um and I'm not going against you, Mike, at all, because I, I agree, people there's so much injustice, people are dying right now. But I, it's not it's 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 not really it's not a revolution. It's just people dying because it's just it's just America. That's really what this is. Exactly. It's but tell me, not, is it black people? There's enough police? nuances there to kind of be able to not just discredit it to just being that's just how America is. Like we acknowledge the situations that put us in these predicaments. We acknowledge that there's a system at play that literally puts us in these situations and makes us the the uh, the aggressor when we're actually the victim. This is that system that we are literally fighting against. But and this is a for system every person stop. For every okay. person that yeah. dies, every person that dies serves at their as their own personal Nate Parker or their own personal, excuse me, uh, Christmas addicts, if you will. So for everyone, so every one of us that gets activated behind what happens here, we don't know. But all I can tell you is right now, whatever's happening in Breonna Taylor City, you know what I'm saying. It's it's nothing like we've seen before, and I know for a fact that that they that they prepared for whatever backlash that uh, this particular verdict is going to have uh, was going to yield, and that the people in that particular situation, I would feel like they're along the lines too of kind of like yes, I can understand there's a bigger issues in the world. I know, but I think Jay Z said, I first have to take care of the world I know. And so how do we do that? Speaking, yeah, because how did he, because going out and going like like I said, they're preparing, right? They're preparing. Mm-hmm. They've run drills. They've right. got gear. They've done all mm-hmm. that, so they're prepared. It's okay. Right? It's no, okay it's because okay. the reality of it, it's, it, it's, it it is okay because the reality of it is okay. They have this ability to do this to us all the time. They're just waiting for an excuse. They're going to prompt that excuse whether we want them to or not. So we don't have a say in how this situation is going to approach us. All we, we have can. is an opportunity. No, we don't, Sean. Hear we me can. out. Whatever, See, happens, whatever happens in the next few weeks, the next few months, in the next few years is going to be because we were deliberating while they decided to make a decision that we never even said that we signed up for. Deliberating so what? You, what are we deliberating? Us even having these moments where we deliberate, not trying to discredit what we do because I appreciate what we do. It's a point, it's a platform for people to actually have a conversation. But the idea behind all of that comes from just this the situation. If we're talking about it, like it's as simple as like what happened with Minneapolis when George Floyd died and how we saw those particular protests turned out and how people like the narrative became along the lines of, oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, protests shouldn't turn to, to riots. And people are like, yeah, well, arrests shouldn't turn to murders. And that's going to be like the back and forth. Like, it's an unfortunate truth, but whatever happened after that, had we saw a lot of situations where buildings were burning, 
people were committing, you know, acts of crime or whatever have you, you know what I'm saying, rioting, looting, all of that. And it was painting a pretty nasty picture. Now, I understand the language of the riot like most folks do. You know what I'm saying? You don't see a riot unless you, you've been ignoring and oppressed people for an amount of time. What sense does it make to put people in a position to go back to being ignored for the greater good so they can gather chips together, scramble chips, and they'll never be on a level for these billionaires and zillionaires that actively have money spent that actively works against them every single day. Like, what can you but, possibly? But now you're possibly. describing more than black people, right? Now you've now you've crossed into classism, right? Because now I'm you're not talking. Ta- about- I'm not talking. I'm not talking that classism is not a part of this. But the problem with classism is still rooted in a lot of white supremacy, which is the idea that like. Guess who has the amount of like the the majority of the money? White people. So you're yeah. naturally going to cater towards white people in those situations. So what we have is a lot of situations. Uh, we I know. Disagree. You can I disagree. I disagree if you that, want. But then you have your Ben Carson. Then you have your Condoleezza Rice's. Then you have your um, a, uh, your Kanye West's. Then you have a, what's her name? Uh, classism is not a Candace Owens. Racism is not racism. <clears throat> is born from classism. Classism is not born from racism. I didn't say that. That's exactly what you said. I didn't say that at all, actually. I okay. simply said that I simply said that racism uh I didn't even yeah, I didn't even mention classism. You mentioned classism. Okay. <laughs> I just said that I just simply said that when we have we have situations like what you have with uh what's it called black folks that end up getting money, they tend to say a lot of what the white narrative is in that realm of how you get money and not understanding that what they had to do was conform to a, 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 a white system that was put into play that literally oppresses them just so they can um, uh, get to a level where they can even have a conversation with these people and still not making no changes. If like, you don't... let's Like, what? If you are we sure that's happening though? The reason I say that is like Candace Owens, for example, she went to school for marketing, so she found what was gonna get her bread. Who's to say she conformed to anything? Who's to say she's not lying about everything that she says? Who says that she even believes that? I mean, you could have whatever. I mean, I I could care less about the motivation behind it so much as the fact that it's still impacting people on a bad and and a terrible level. So yeah, but see, there's, this, there's this thing about good and bad again. Like, this, uh, this, this real. We can't get away from it. Like, yeah, I like can. we can't get away I from it. I most certainly can. Because my I mean, definition if you want to, of good, if you want to on, separate on, yourself on, from on, that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My definition of good and bad might be different than your definition of good and bad. So good and bad can't be used as some universal term. Because, you're, like I said, I might think bad is, is something that's good to you. So we can't. I don't deal in good and bad because that that that's that's a matter of opinion. Um, objective, yeah, it's, yeah. it's objective. So what's happening in front of me, and how can I impact that? Right? You said you said afterwards. You know, after George Floyd in Minneapolis, the marches happened, the riots happened. You know, we got we gained garnered national, if not international attention, international, not even national, international. You had people in other countries marching for George Floyd. And somebody else still got shot. <clears throat> Another person still got shot for the police. The police when we stood up for Breonna George, Taylor, we never said on, that we were going to kill Breonna Taylor still got off. My point right? is, my point is, is that there has to be an, a, a, a step two. 
right? It, it, step one, get everybody's attention. To hell with this. Everybody needs to know right now what's going on and recognize and acknowledge the elephant in the room. Cool. We all see it. Now what? I mean, That's I said it. Question like, I said it countless answered. times. Any you keep saying now what? But we've answered that question. I'm not asking want... you and personally. I'm just saying. I know, but I'm saying that question has still been answered, and it's not to a degree that you understand. Like rather not understand. Excuse me. It's not to something that you would agree with, and that's your personal. That's the, that's because like how your personal beliefs are aligned, so it sets you up to not really well, want to believe or right? understand on that. Yeah, I missed it. But there's it's simply the same thing that they've been saying, that they want that type of justice and they'll keep making that noise and keep making that spectacle until they get that type of justice and they'll keep doing that because that's what protest is. But they did this type of, of protest for 388 days or 380 something days over the, uh, what's it called? The, the Montgomery boycott, uh, bus boycott. Bro. Like, it, nobody it has listen, to happen not, again in order to get justice for it. Let me ask you a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, real quick, real quick. Let me ask a question. So right now, everyone's out protesting. We're protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're protesting racial injustice and police mm-hmm. brutality. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you just brought up the, the bus boycott where people actually didn't get on the bus. How is our protest impacting anyone that would make a decision other than being a nuisance in getting from point A to point B? Serious question. That, I'm not being. It's literal ignorance. I know what you're. That that that's what I'm silly saying. Like the protests that we've been seeing are the protests that have been what we've been calling peaceful protests, where people that are just making demonstrations, and that's the protest that I've been to. But the problem that we have also been having is that we need to understand that a lot of these protests happen with people going to step like what like Sean Step Two was talking about is literally going in harm's way to actually enact that literal step two. What we saw was folks down south who wanted to end segregation going into white only establishments and sitting down to their detriment, getting a, a mostly accosted, beaten up and then arrested. Some of them killed. But how does that how does that change anything though? Like, if I go this is a path, this is a historic, we're talking history, so did it change anything? We already know the answer because it happened. Did it change anything? No. So he's asking me, did did segregation get abolished? Yes, yes, segregation got abolished. But we're still talking about an educational system. (laughs) You know what I mean? Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Seriously? The school system, really? Like, we go to the school system, bro? Yeah, on, I'm man. aware of the school system. I'm aware of all of these things. I'm aware of how white supremacy works. And I'm aware that there are people that are trying to work in the realm of trash and trying to bring it to light and actually have it discussed and dismantled at, at, at more levels. But we have to keep voting. We have to keep letting our voice be heard. And we have to keep getting out there. If you want to escape, what, what, you're, what you're talking about, which I feel like is the inevitable situation, is that somebody is going to push it to a level that it shouldn't have gone to, and people are not going to pacify in those moments where they want them to pacify. And then what we have is, uh, is situations where cops are occupying all major cities and doing all types of like crazy like you know raids and stuff like that and locking up people that have any type of anti-sentiment towards like police brutality, et cetera, et cetera, and whatnot. Then, you know what I'm saying, that'll probably put people in a situation where they feel like they don't really have any other choice but to have a reaction. And that reaction might look like what you're calling a traditional revolution. 
but how do you get there, right? Like, how do you get, how do you get enough, to... Enough wait, 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 terrible things have finish. to happen to people. Let me finish, let me finish. Right. How do you get to that, right? When you get to, how do you get to the police are occupying every city? How do you get there, right? Because you don't have to go there. You can be strategic rather than proud. We could right? talk about being making the right decision, mm-hmm. but we know, especially after what 2020 has showed us, that we don't have that control. We don't have capacity to be able to help people who I do. get to some sort of you think that, but you don't. I, and we, I that's the reality. I most certainly do. I most certainly okay. do. So let me just I finish most, my I know statement. exactly how I spend my money. So, so I'm not talking about how you spend your money. I'm talking about literally in situations where you're talking about putting people who don't have the same resources as you do in a situation that they've never been in to, 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 to forget what's like matters most to them, especially their own extreme poverty and or situation that where uh, they, ha- they have people depending on them to make some sort of money to feed them. Like, I, I just I, can't you know hear. What? I, I know you to, must I'm, be, I'm, I'm, but I'm, that's I'm still a situation that you're going to have to do. I'm honestly okay. tired of that excuse. Like, as a black man, I'm tired mm-hmm. of that excuse. I'm tired. Hey, man, of I'm hearing, tired of it being a situation, I'm, too. Hold on, hold on. But the fact that that hearing, are, mm. Hold on, hold on. I'm tired of hearing, well, what if you, I mean, it, this person doesn't know what to do. So if you, you know, they're not going to know to listen to you. They're not going to know that if you tell them what to do and they do it, that they'll be prosperous. They don't know that. They're just going to do what These they do. These are the do. people that are on the front line on, right now. They're going to make so a decision if, for you if, whether you want them to or not. If I tell you, if I come to you and tell you, listen, I know you're hurting right now. If you do exactly what I tell you to do, in these however many steps, you'll never hurt again. Right? All you got to do is these things and these steps. I've done it. You see it works. All you got to do is this. If you do this, you're good. Right? If you can't do that, I don't want to hear your excuse. I don't want to hear, well, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't. I never did that before. I just got the money. I don't want to hear that. This was this is the opportunity. And I'm not I'm I hate when people associate. That's why I don't use us and we, right? Cuz I'm a black man and I don't think like that at all. I don't have a thought like that in my body. I don't accept that. I don't for myself and I wouldn't accept that from anybody else. You know what I mean? So I hate being associated with that. You give people, you're giving to people who don't know what to man not not all people don't put me in that don't put me in that that group nobody justified you or singled you out in fact i was calling you the uh the exception to the rule so what it be is what like uh well, excuse me what it uh what the situation is is what is what literally is uh put in front of us as um as we see it and whether or not we agree with those like like you know what i'm saying the, the justification behind those narratives and whether or not they should be respected or not is inconsequential. Those people still have a say. Those are the same people that are still on those front lines. Like I said, put, uh, putting, uh, posturing in those ways, doing the best they can and only do and, and running to the only resource that they know that or rather only, only a, a form of expression that they know they still have, which is protest and utilizing it and them getting, um, provoke to push it to a level that they that 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 it shouldn't go to and um them falling for that because they're in the moment and they're there and they're on that line and we don't have access to them and we never did the folks that like you know what i'm saying i i really do hope that we take off to a point 
where folks start listening to us and, you know what I'm saying, we can say that, you know what I'm saying, I got that influence out here where I can have a conversation with a couple of the cats and tell them how to not go that route. But that's not realistic, especially when time is of the essence, especially when we're talking about how fast these things are rapidly happening as they occur in real time. We've talked about it in, on, in, in, in conversations in private, how we can't keep up with the way that the news is running because, and, cause, and we're not even, none of us are even journalists. And we're out here doing like our very best to give people a little bit of time, a little bit of time to talk about how they're feeling about these particular situations. And I'm not trying to discredit nobody for feeling a certain way, but I'm also trying to acknowledge like certain things that I do have in my control and things that I don't have in my control. I don't have in my control, as I already know, how cops are going to respond to black people. But I do know that black people are going to stop trying to not fit that particular description of being armed and dangerous if they know that they feel like any type of police contact they may have would, uh, might mean their life on the line. And you can't speak to those people about rational thought. You can't speak to those people about, like, you know, having a chill pill and just, like, relaxing and thinking about different ways that they can go about. No. Because what's real in them right now is that... You're making those people. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. They protect. They literally provoke those people when they go out, and those are the people that are shown. It's all the, you said it yourself. They control all of those. Uh, all of those uh, uh, perspectives that they show people. Absolutely. So I'm already. So I'm already hit to the fact that I know that they're going to get us in a bad frame of light at the wrong time and get people to sign on some sort of narrative that says that we're still a problem, we're still a threat, and we've been the problem this entire time, and they're going to push it to a point where we feel like we have no choice but to retaliate in, uh, in, a, in, in, a, in a way that, like I said, might not represent what your views are in that particular moment. Right. So you know what it sounds like... Uh, what the hell is this? You know what it sounds like to me? That sounds like a lack of leadership. Right. They, the people on the front lines need someone to, to look to to tell them what to do um, or how to, to actually make some type of a statement. Instead of, in, in my opinion, the protests are necessary to let everyone know what's happening, our distaste and all that. It's important, of course. But beyond that, there needs to be something. We need to figure something out where it's just like, all right, we're done. We're done playing your game. Now you're going to play ours. Some, someone has to come up with some type of plan. And to say we can't reach people, it's not really – with social media now, it's actually pretty easy to get to everybody. Um, everyone, I know that that's a really nice thought to have, but unfortunately, brother, we, we, we're not there, bro. Racists do it all the time. You don't, have, you don't have to be there. Racists do it all the time. Yeah, right, racists do have... do it all the time in their echo chambers. But Bro, we're all in an echo chamber. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's, let's stop. I'm hold sorry. on. Let's stop that right there, real quick. I'm in a mm-hmm. I'm in a group on Facebook for people who like the Patriots. There are like a hundred thousand people in that group from around the world. So to say we can't get to someone in Kentucky because they're in Kentucky is bullshit. Bro, you're not can, saying you can... that we can't get to them, but who's going to listen to us, brother? Listen why, to, we why don't know who they? you are. Who why are you, they, Jamal? Why wouldn't who they are, listen? Why? So why you're, would they? So, so you're basically saying that I'm listening. You're you're basically saying that black people will not unite for a better cause. That's basically what you're saying. 
They're not going to listen to anybody. So if there's 100,000 people, if someone shows, sends a link with 100,000 people saying, hey, we're trying to make a change, you're saying no one in Kentucky is going to listen, not one person? I'm saying that, um, first of all, let's just destroy that narrative right there. I'm not saying that we can't unite for a bigger cause. I'm telling you that it's going to take a grand situation to happen for that bigger, for that particular bigger cause to come about. And that's an unfortunate truth because I've never seen a revolution that wasn't begotten with a lot of bloodshed beforehand. And that's truth. So we can discuss it any way we want to. Eventually it's going to turn violent whether we want it to or not. But it's already violent. And it's, uh, I said that before. And no, but listen, but what I'm, oh, I'm not saying that, on, the, I'm not, I'm, hold on. What you were saying before is that this is the revolution. The revolution is happening right now. And what, we, what I, what I was saying, this was, this is not the revolution, right? This is, this is, this is just what's, this is the violence that's happening before the revolution. We decide, right? You decide, I decide, and Jamal decides, hey, we, we decide as people. Who, what, what the revolution is, right? The, what the revolution has been doesn't dictate what it's going to be or what it is. And that, that's all I'm saying. Yes, maybe that's true. Maybe throughout history, you know, there hasn't been a revolution that's happened where there has been no bloodshed and maybe there will be. But that also, that doesn't mean that there can't be one, right? It doesn't mean that it can't happen. It can very well happen. The power of the, the the dollar, the power of the the of the minority dollar is, is yo. If 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 minority, first of all, if all of the if all minorities realize that they're all the minority and they're not separate minorities, that'd be a good that'd be a good step, right? Because then now you have even more money. And I I keep going back to the money because again, this is America. Like you said, we got to deal with where we are. This is America. That's Kentucky, the heartland, the heart of this bitch. That's the language that they speak. They don't speak protest. They don't speak march. They don't speak hymnals. They don't speak songs. They don't speak none of that shit, but they speak money. They speak money. Thank you for listening to Social Justice, the New American Revolution. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for the latest episode. And if you want to be heard, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com.